0: you're listening to graveyard show classic classic Classic.
1: good evening friends of the undead i am the deacon of darkness the posthumous pimp freak show and i am the diva of dismemberment mistress of the blade june the meat cleaver from the bordello of horror you're getting your freak on with the caretaker on the graveyard show Step into the graveyard with the caretaker at graveyardshow.com. That is graveyardshow.com.
0: Podcast number 53, January 21st,
1: 2010. Hi, this is Black Betty, the original Miss Horrorfest, and it's time to talk about the eight. Films to Die For on the Graveyard Show.
0: Thursday night, midnight Eastern, nine PM Pacific, and now coming to you from Los Angeles. Please welcome your host, the caretaker, and welcome to another edition of the Graveyard Show podcast. I am your caretaker, and the graveyard is open. Well, as you heard from Black Betty herself, the original Miss Horrorfest. Yes, it is time to talk after Dark Horrorfest Four, the eight films to die for, which is coming to theaters. On January 29th, running through the 5th of February. And we here at the Graveyard Show will be devoting our next three podcasts to the After Dark Horror Fest. And we begin with the original Miss Horror Fest herself, Black Betty. She will uh, be here to talk about the eight films to die for, what you can expect to see. We'll also talk about Black Betty herself, what it was like auditioning to become Miss Horror Fest, what she had to do. and uh, We'll get into that in just a little bit. And it all begins right after this.
1: Good evening, friends of the undead. This is the Deacon of Darkness, the posthumous pimp freak show. And I am the diva of dismemberment, mistress of the blade, June the Clean. Myself, along with the Harlots of Horror, host the online video podcast, Bordello of Horror. Check out all the twisted fun
0: with featured films, news, interviews, reviews, and more. I personally
1: dare you to step into the Bordello at MadisonHorror.com. That's MadisonHorror.com? MadisonHorror.com.
0: So let's get into the eight films to die for, shall we? Uh, First of all, I want to thank our friend Sarah at After Dark Films for helping uh, put a large portion of these interviews together. Uh, She helped us out a lot and uh, Sarah, I just want to say thank you very much for doing this. Uh, Last year I did it uh, on my own. I got uh, three uh, of the directors to join me on the show. Stuart Hopewell, Adam Girash, and Faden Papa Michael. And uh, this year I was able to get four directors as well as a few actors, and as you heard at the top of the show, the original Miss Horrorfest as well. So, um, again, I want to thank Sarah at After Dark Films for helping us out, and uh, I look forward to working with her uh, next year and the year after. And as long as the After Dark Horrorfest is, uh, is around, um, I look forward to our uh, relationship between the After Dark Horrorfest, After Dark Films, and the Graveyard Show podcast. Now, uh, I'm sure there are some of you out there that are finding the show for the first time. You probably um, uh, found uh, a link to the show off the After Dark websites, whether it was the uh, Facebook or the MySpace uh, sites or maybe their Twitter account. So, of course, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Uh, As you heard at the top of the show, I am the caretaker. I'm the host here uh, at the Graveyard Show podcast. This is podcast number 53, so you have 52 podcasts. Actually, 54 Um, there are, uh, two part best of 2009 that I did at the end of the year. So you really have 54 podcasts uh, to catch up on. Uh, we, uh, we're here every Thursday night, midnight, Eastern, 9 PM Pacific. We do interviews with people from the world of horror. It could be, uh, actors, directors, authors, musicians. Um, if it has anything to do with the world of horror, they're on this show and, um, Well, we are devoting the next few podcasts to the eight films to die for, so let's begin, shall we? Let's not waste any more time. Sit back, relax, and enjoy, my friends, and I will see you on the other side. Well, it's that time of year again. The After Dark Horror Fest, eight films to die for, four, has arrived. And what better way to prepare for it than by welcoming in the very first Miss Horrorfest herself? I'm talking about, of course, Black Betty. She'll fill you in as to what you can expect to see in this year's Horrorfest. It's my pleasure to welcome in Black Betty. Betty, welcome to the graveyard.
1: Thank you so much, caretaker. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, as you know, I am the original Miss Horrorfest. So, I'm just thrilled to be back this year. After Dark Films made a very wise decision to bring me back. The fans couldn't be wrong, so I'm back again to open up Horror Fest 4.
0: This is great, and I know the fans out there are thrilled that you are back. What, um, what are the movies that you could tell us about that we'll be seeing in this year's After Dark Horror Fest?
1: the the eight films to die for yes they are they are looking good actually I am actually very proud of After Dark films they they picked a lot of really creepy spooky films this year most notable to me I am most looking forward to Dread Uh, I don't know how much you know about Dread but young Jackson Rathbone stars in Dread and we all know him from Twilight yes he was um, he, he was the one that was supposed to eat Kristen Stewart, but then he didn't actually do it. So I don't know about you, but I'm a little upset. I, I really wanted him to, to eat her face off. But <laughs> he didn't do it. Anyway, but he. Uh, but I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to what he's going to be doing in Dread. Um, it's a great, it's a great plot. We've got, we've got Jackson Rathbone and his girlfriend and his buddy. They're all making a documentary about what people dread. And then of course things go horribly wrong and the people making the documentary the tables get turned and and yeah it gets ugly so I'm excited about dread. I'm really excited about dread.
0: I can tell <laughs> what else is on the list for this year
1: what else is on the list yes well we've got eight of them so the list can go on um, I'll just give you a little brief synopsis about the ones that I know about sure um, I'm excited about Hidden as well it's you know, it's a common plot that we know. The boy goes back to his childhood home, right? After his, his um, mother, who is, of course, very cruel to him. She leaves him his childhood home, so the boy goes back. And, of course, there's some dark and deadly secrets that are to be had um, in inheriting his childhood home. So
0: mm-hmm. that's a,
1: that's, that one's more spooky, more than anything else. Um, Let's see, what else? Kill Theory, of course, Kill Theory. Uh, This one reminds me of some of the classic horror films that I used to love watching as a child. Um, Kill Theory, of course, is about a group of seven college students that all go out on a vacation, and then there's some mysterious killer that, that, you know, somehow convinces all of them to kill each other, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, because if they don't kill each other, then he's going to kill all of them. So mm-hmm. whoever's left at six a.m., he'll, he'll let that person live. But if they, <laughs> but if they don't kill each other, he'll kill them all anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a twist on, on some of those classic films that we all loved growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, along that, along that, um, that idea is Lake Mungo, which okay. uh, reminds me of of Halloween a little bit. Lake Mungo is about a girl who drowns and then mysterious things start happening to her family after her death. And so they have to figure it out. You know, they bring in a psychic and a parapsychologist to figure out what, why these things are happening. And they discover that their daughter who drowned in this lake had all these mysterious secrets and this dark, deadly past. And, and uh, that, one, that one's another one of those creepy films. Less than gory, um, mm-hmm. but on but on the gory note, of course we need we need the, the gory films to really round out the eight films to die for. You know, we, we've got to we've got to bring the gore. Of as course,
0: yes, of indeed. Course. <laughs> um,
1: and in bringing the gore, we have the final. I don't know if you've heard much about the final.
0: Oh, I've heard but a little it, bit. It reminds
1: yes. me. Have you heard about it? Oh, yes. It reminds me a lot of. Um, you know a, a, a take on the columbine murders okay you know you've got a group of students that are outcasts in the high school the local high school and then they of course devise this, this deadly plan to get back at all of the popular kids that tormented them so one of them's got um you know this lake house out in the country and you know they bring all the popular kids out and then decide to torture them one by one and so it's a kind of tables turned you know, kill all the cool kids kind of show, which I'm I'm actually really excited about seeing because who didn't who didn't have those fantasies in high school about the popular kids, right? <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you did, caretaker. You must have. Perhaps.
0: Perhaps somewhat. Perhaps.
1: <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to incriminate yourself too much. And <laughs> um, but of course, Black Betty, as we all know, loves zombies. And there's got to be at least one zombie film, right? Oh yes. If I could, I would, I would, I would end up married to a zombie. But unfortunately, <laughs> zombies it's hard to meet a zombie, especially in LA. I think you got to go out of town a little bit to meet
0: a zombie. Yeah, I was gonna say LA is um, probably more vampire land than it is actual zombie. Exactly.
1: Land. Too many vampires in LA. I totally agree with you.
0: And those there's are just the humans. But I'm sh Okay. Anyway.
1: But in uh, in Zombies of Mass Destruction, mm-hmm. one of the eight films to die for, um, it, we go way up to a little town in Washington, and uh, this little town, of course, is being overrun with zombies, and and it's it's more of um one of those kind of comic horror films where you know reminds me of Sam Raimi a little bit, where the zombies are eating people, but then every once in a while you have a few punchlines thrown in there, and yeah. There's a, there's a ragtag group of people trying to fight the zombies and yeah, I, I love zombie films. I, I don't think you can go wrong with the zombie films. I, I mean, even bad zombie films are good to me.. Uh-huh. I, I always appreciate zombie films. But this one, this one looks really good. I'm excited about it. Let's see what else, what else do we have? Oh okay. of the last two, I think I've mentioned six, the last two of the eight films to die for that I need to mention are the graves and the reeds the graves and the reeds and uh... in the graves um... we've got some TNA, a which black daddy likes of course we got some pretty hot babes in that one
0: it's never a bad thing
1: yeah never a bad thing right so we got some hot babes they're lost in the Arizona desert you know hot babes get a little curious and they want to explore So. They go out to the abandoned mine, right? As hot babes course, do. <laughs> yeah, hot babes do that a lot. They like to sightsee. Yes. True about hot babes. But um, so these hot babes, they go out to the abandoned mine. And guess who they meet?
0: Killers. Bill Mosley.
1: Can you believe it? Ah,
0: well, how, so how could that Bill. happen? <laughs> He's out
1: there. Bill's out there in the Arizona desert. And uh, I love Bill. I've met him a few times at different moments comic cons and things and i'm excited to see his performance in this because he gets to be tw- pretty twisted so the graves is
0: definitely not to
1: be missed no. not to be missed
0: nor, nor is my interview with brian Polito, the director and the writer of the film which is coming up right after really the yes. Graves, that's yes fantastic. so everybody out there will get to learn what the graves was like shooting and working with bill and tony todd and all that so um Excellent. and that brings us into the final film the reeds
1: the reeds, yes, the reeds. The reeds is it's a little different. I like this one. It's got an interesting plot. It all takes uh, place of, aboard a boat, which is different.
0: Okay, yeah. You know,
1: they've got, a, I think it's a, a group of friends, you know, we know that. We, we know the whole group of 20-something friends plot. But this one, they're all on a little cruiser. They're um, cruising around this marina, and, of course, things go terribly wrong. And uh, the boat runs aground in the reeds. The spooky, spooky reeds.
0: Hey, hate when Right? Happens. And
1: so then, then of course, you know, one by one, the friends are dying, and they're the hooded man, and who knows what he's up to, and mm-hmm. this creepy, reedy waterway on a boat. So they're all trapped. It's pretty, it's, it sounds pretty cool. I like the, I like it's a little, it's a new sort of plot. People dying on a boat. You know, you don't see that every day.
0: No, you really don't. You know? it, yeah, it's certainly really one don't. of the... Plots that that's underused. So, folks, <laughs> that's uh, that's your list of the eight films to die for. Four. Um, Betty, uh, let's move on. Let's talk about you. Um, you are the original Miss Horrorfest. How long? Did, how how long was the audition process for you to uh, to get the crown? Oh, it was. It
1: was. You know, I had to work. I really did have to work to get that crown. Yeah. Um, you know, there were the auditions that they had um, nationwide. Um, I think it was uh, L.A., and New York. I think there were a couple of other places. There might have been Austin or Chicago. I'm not sure, but they had the nationwide auditions. Mm-hmm. And then from the auditions, they chose uh, a group of girls, and then we all met in L.A., and they put us up in a hotel and sort of ran us through these challenges, which were very bizarre and fun and spooky. And, yeah. You know, it was kind of crazy. These girls from all over. I was the I was the one from LA, and uh, some of these girls were pretty creepy themselves. <laughs> so, um, but it was fun. I mean, I had a blast. I did, but it you know, it really drew it out. So that I, I mean, by the time I actually won, I was just like strung out and had no sleep, and yeah. it was you know, I was ready to be misorfa. So was I'm it what?
0: Was was there a lot of camaraderie with you and the other girls, or or was there was there a lot of competitiveness?
1: It was pretty competitive. It was pretty competitive. I think everybody was out to win, and and I was surprised. I was surprised how competitive it was. Um, I did befriend um, Ms. Dark Spider. You know, by the end, she and I sort of formed an allegiance. She's um she's a pretty Classy broad out of New York City,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, and she was uh, known far and wide for her tiny outfits. Oh. So, uh, for those of you that are interested in in lovely horror girls with tiny outfits, you can look up Dark Spider. But she was um, she was one of my pals.
0: Uh, tiny outfits go a long way. Um, I know. Who uh, who were your uh, influences?
1: Oh well, Black Betty was created with the idea of your love child of vampira and betty page so i am um, i'm a, you know i love vampire i think she can do no wrong if i could i would just manifest vampire in, on a daily basis but i'm um, i threw in a little bit of the 50s pinup for black betty which, which i think goes a long way and uh and started working from there. So Vampira and Betty Page were huge influences on Black Betty.
0: I, I've seen the audition that you have posted online. Um, I, I have to say, I mean, you really- Did
1: you get through the whole thing? Did you see the whole thing?
0: I saw most of it. I think my hearing- Did you, I,
1: turn, did you turn the sound down?
0: I, I had, well, here's the sad part. I was, I was watching it with headphones on, so- Oh God, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, you had the warning on there. And I was sitting there and I was like, okay, and then, and and for for those of you that have not seen this audition, heed the warnings, okay? Don't be like me and go, heed the oh, warnings. Yes. I mean, you have, I, I, I mean, you worked the room I, like nobody I've seen. I mean, you got in there and you were just like, you know, hey, what's your favorite scene? And you're you're talking to the I cameraman. Was you, I was
1: in their faces, I was
0: in their faces. I mean, you killed in that room. And then on top of it, you did the screams. I, did you was that and folks this is this is not just a scream we're talking i mean this is one of the greatest screams ever was that something that you worked on or was that something that you just found that you had
1: it's it's not really something that you can work on without your neighbors calling the cops <laughs> so so no i never really worked on it but i i knew i knew from i knew in the back of my mind that i could scream just from being funny just from like being a kid and like reenacting horror film moments and I just remembered that I like I recognized in myself that I could do what I saw on horror films yeah like I thought I could do that like they're screaming Jamie Lee Curtis has a great scream
0: uh-huh.
1: so when I heard Jamie Lee Curtis scream I was you know I wanted to emulate that and I I found that I could but it's not something that you can bring out you know it's not a party trick yeah. You can't bring it out that often. People do get freaked out. People get annoyed because it's so loud.
0: It, it, but uh,
1: it, it is. It's, a, it's a trick. It's yeah. a fun little trick.
0: Wow. I mean, it, it is unbelievable. And we'll give out the website after this uh, where people can go to watch it. And, 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 and you the might want to turn the sound down
1: yes. slightly. Yes,
0: yes, because it, it trusts us. So as Miss HorrorFest, what exactly are your duties?
1: Well... As Miss Horrorfest, as the original Miss Horrorfest, I had the distinct pleasure of representing all of the After Dark films at every single horror convention across the nation. Wow. So that year, that was 2007. 2007, I traveled all over the country to every Comic Con, horror convention, Fangoria, you name it. And I had my own booth, and I got to. You know, greet the fans, you know, really go down to, like, where it begins, like, to meet the horror fans, like, the true horror fans that are watching these movies, and it was a blast, I had so much fun, you know, just bonding with, with other people who had booze and bonding with their fans, and I got to sign autographs, Mm -hmm. and it was a blast. It was a blast. I I have to tell you, a a notable moment for me was when I was at the Jersey Comic-Con, and uh, Leatherface came up to me at my booth, picked me up, just grabbed me, picked me up, and said, I want you to be my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, oh, you do? I'm in Leatherface's arms, you know, he's holding me, like, Uh crushing me, really, and he's telling me he wants me to be his new girlfriend, and I I was really stunned and speechless, as you can imagine.
0: Yeah, uh, that's a hard hard one to refuse. I think so. (laughs) I, I,
1: I think you're right. I think you're right.
0: Now, um, will fans see you at any of the screenings this year, or, or will you be doing anything for After Dark for this year? Where, where can where can your yes, fans find? Yeah, we
1: you? are. We're planning a big opening party, opening night party, which I will definitely be attending. Uh, it the location yet to be announced, so okay. I'm I'm just waiting. I'm sure After Dark Films will announce where that is and how to get tickets or whatever. That that will be. Um, You know, the the first night of this horror fest, I believe that's January 28th. Yes. And um, somewhere in L.A., I'm sure if you look at horrorfestonline.com, they'll have more details. And also, we're bringing together a lot of the directors and some of the stars at um, the Beverly Center, I believe, on the 29th. Oh, great. So that'll be really fun for the fans to get out and not only see the films, but actually meet the stars and the directors. So that'll be on the 29th at the Beverly Center.
0: Fantastic. Uh, what's up next for you after After Dark Harvest?
1: Well, it seems as though, and I'm still talking to After Dark Films about this, but it seems as though I'm going to be doing some of the Comic-Cons this year, which I'm, I'm just thrilled about. I'm not sure which ones yet, but okay. um, they're interested and I'm definitely interested.
0: Great! Uh, it's, gonna if, be,
1: it's gonna be a really fun year.
0: Uh, yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, Comic Cons are an event within themselves. Um, if people want to follow you online, they want to go to your website. They want to find you. Oh, where, yeah, where can they I'm go? A,
1: I, I'm always on my YouTube. So my YouTube channel is youtube.com/slash Ms. Black Betty. That's M S. Black Betty. So it's Ms. Black Betty, and uh, you know, I'm, I come I'm constantly responding to the fans and. And there's a link to my MySpace, and you can friend me there. And I don't have a Facebook page. Black Betty's not on
0: Facebook. But, ne- sorry. That's neither fine. are we. <laughs> but
1: you can... That's good. That's good. I, it's I'm too much work. It's so much work. It it's really is. Work.
0: And it's just it's me, so... I, I can't... I can't You know, it's just, it's just more time that I have to spend. And I'm trying to do less for the show, believe it or not, so... <laughs> no, I'm
1: with you. I'm totally
0: with you. So, folks you heard from the original miss Fest. she is black Betty she will be at the Beverly Center on January 29th and if you want to follow her online she has her own channel on YouTube um, Betty thank you so much for for joining me here in the graveyard it was great having you on the show and uh, look forward to having you back again uh, down the road oh
1: I'm I am thrilled and very excited so I'll see everybody out there at all of the horror conventions.
0: And as I put these interviews to rest, I would once again like to thank Miss Harfest herself, Black Betty, for joining me on the show. And as I begin to close down the graveyard, just want to mention to you, if you uh, if you have a Twitter account and you want to follow the show, it's real simple. Uh, it's twitter.com slash graveyard show. Or what's it? The at symbol graveyard show. G-R-A-V-E-Y-A-R-D-S-H-O-W. We have a few followers out there. Uh, but it's a great way to learn what's coming up on uh, on uh, next week's show. And uh, we don't really do very many uh, tweets, I guess it is. Um, I'm really not up to date on a lot of this technology. But uh, we do give show updates, what, you, um, uh, what you'll hear on the show. And, uh, I mean, we do maybe four or five a week, if that. Uh, so don't worry, you're not going to get... Um, uh, tweets from me telling you what I'm watching or what I'm doing every second of the day. Um, as you heard <laughs> when I interviewed Black Betty, uh, I don't even want to have a Facebook page, So, which I don't. And I'm very proud of that right now. I know there are many of you out there that are wa- are wondering, well, why not? And uh, I've been asked by some of my friends in the horror community, why don't you have a Facebook page? I, I just, uh, It's just one less thing for me to have to worry about my friends. Trust me. Uh, if I had the manpower, uh, I would have a lot, more, uh, uh, a lot more sites going on. But just not happening. Speaking of sites, you can visit us at our website, GraveyardShow.com. That's GraveyardShow.com. We have links to uh, our friends' websites, our guests' websites, uh, all kinds of stuff on there. And um, we'd love for you to come on in, take a look around. And, of course, you can find the show as well on iTunes. Podbean, and Podcast Alley, among other places. Uh, You can also, if you want, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Or if you want to leave uh, a review on there as well, that's up to you. I leave that in your capable hands. Of course, we're also on uh, Horror Mall's The Haunt and uh, All Things Scary, among other um, horror sites as well. So, that does it for this week. Uh, Again, I'd like to thank uh, Black Betty... And Brian Polito for uh, joining me on the show. Um, As well as, of course, BC. And uh, music from uh, the Rosedales. As well as Jim Casella. Uh, Just a reminder, The Graves, one of the eight films to die for. So go check it out. We will continue our eight films to die for discussion next week. With, oh... You want to know who's going to be on the show, you're going to have to sign up to our Twitter site or go to our website. We usually do our updates on Tuesdays. But uh, we have some good shows lined up for you uh, next week and the week after regarding the eight films to die for. So um, we will see you in seven days, my friends. As always, I want to uh, thank everybody out there for uh, listening to the show. I know there are a lot of horror podcasts out there as well as horror websites. So the fact that you've taken the time to listen to the show... Uh, really does mean a lot to me, and I really do appreciate it. And as you exit the graveyard, my friends, as always, I would like to remind you to please lock the gate behind you. We wouldn't want anyone to get out. Until next time. The Graveyard Show Podcast is a proud sponsor of the Women in Horror Convention, presented by Last Doorway Productions, in honor of Bay Area Women in Horror. The convention is coming to San Francisco on Saturday, February 27th, at the San Francisco Center on 1800 Market Street. Scheduled to appear are Di Green, Dottie Lux, Casey Hansen, Michelle Fatale, Raina Young, Val Kilmore, among others. Of course, the guest list is subject to change. Admission is free, and to learn more, go to lastdoorwayproductions.com. That's lastdoorwayproductions.com you <laughs>
1: The Last Doorway Show features interviews, news, conventions, and independent horror films. Hosted by Miss Misery. Follow her journey through the horror genre as we discover the inner workings of the horror world. Visit thelastdoorwayshow.com Step right up The most amazing (laughs) tales appear Before Before your very eyes
0: Gathered from the four
1: corners of Earth
0: And brought here to you At 19 Nocturne Boulevard (laughs) See the famous Man-eating book of Sumatra (laughs) (laughs) Or a phantom
1: Direct from merry old
0: England Or aliens from beyond the stars Even such as these cannot withstand our platinum death ray. Yes, our platinum death ray. All these and more spread out
1: before you. All we ask is a moment of your time.
0: Spin the wheel and take a chance. chance. Try Try your luck.
1: luck. www.19nocturneboulevard.net